0: Welcome to the Soulful CEO Podcast. This is a show that empowers, educates, and celebrates the women who are tired of playing it small, who are ready to build aligned, profitable, impactful businesses, and freedom-filled lives. Every month, we will be diving into all of the strategy, mindset, and energetic work that you need in order to leave behind all of the old paradigms that you may have been taught about how a business should be run, and step into your highest potential. I'm your host, Katie Stewart, and I'm here to help you create a life and business better than your wildest dreams. Let's jump right in. Hello, Soulful CEO family. We're here today with a really special guest. We are joined by Stevie Wright. She is a transformational embodiment trauma-informed somatic healer and breathwork guide. And I have been in her breathwork membership for around a year. Um, And that was what really kind of prompted me to reach out. I have loved my time inside. And I wanted to give her an opportunity to bring some of her sparkly magic to the podcast. So thank you for being here, Stevie.
1: Thank you for having me, Katie. I'm excited to be here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So let's kind of start by chatting through who you are, what you do, what is your magic, all of the things.
1: Yeah. So I'm a somatic healer. Breathwork is, it kind of falls under the umbrella of somatic healing and somatics, soma means relating with the body. So I really work with, uh, trauma, limiting beliefs, old wounds, stories, patterns that live in the body energetically. And I think, you know, in, in the personal development space, in the healing space, People do a ton of mindset work and I love mindset work. I'm, I'm really good at it. I do it with my clients. I do it with myself. But I think we actually miss a really big piece of the healing puzzle, the journey when we're leaving out the body, because actually there have been many studies done that say trauma actually lives within the tissue. It lives in our nervous system. Mm-hmm. And so I've heard so many of my clients say, or my community say, I feel like I've worked, I've done so much work around this. Like, why does it keep showing up? Like I've done so much work. i like, I've mindset my way out of it. Like, why, why have I done so much work around this one pattern or this behavior or this thing that keeps coming up, whether it's like financially or in relationship or work or friendships, why does it keep coming up? And oftentimes that's because we haven't gotten to that unfelt energy that's trapped in the system.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And the way that I was taught it, it's actually really interesting is, you know, you think, think about like an iceberg, the little, the tiny little tip on top that's above the water is the conscious mind, the iceberg that's all beneath the surface. That's the body. The body is the unconscious mind. And so when we're doing somatic work, we're actually touching places that we don't normally have access to consciously.
0: Mm -hmm. that's
1: what makes it so powerful is we're when we work with the body we are working with the subconscious and the healing the shifts the transformation can happen at a quantum rate when you're working with the body because if something so let's say you know as a kid something traumatic happens whether it's big t or little t meaning like a big event Or just those micro events, the ways we're treated, the ways we're unmet in our, in our early experience, you can think about it like a surprise. You know, when you get surprised, it's like a, you know, and your body kind of tenses like that. That's what trauma does. And trauma is anything that makes our witness turn off, meaning the part of ourselves that can go, okay, this is what's happening. I have a bird's eye view. Um, I have like a 30,000 foot view, perspective of what's happening. We're not born with that. We actually need our parents to teach us that and and help us learn that. They do that by holding space for our feelings, by welcoming all of us, by, you know, accepting all of our parts. Unless we have really, 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 really great parents, oftentimes we didn't get, and it's nothing against our parents, but oftentimes we didn't actually get the attunement and the empathy that we needed. So those little moments of feeling the shock, (laughs) those get trapped, right? So we have an emotion. Emotion is energy in motion. It is actually meant to keep moving just like clouds in the sky. It's meant to keep moving, but it got trapped. It got stuck. And that, that scare, that surprise got trapped and bound up like a little knot in our bodies. And You can think about it like a little frozen, uh, icicle or something. And some amount of our life force, some amount of our energy is bound up in that knot. And so we wonder like, why can't I make, make past this certain amount of money? Or why can't I, um, feel safe in relationships? Why am I so jealous in relationships? Why, um, does it feel like I'm always an outsider in friend groups? Well, some amount of our energy is bound up in these knots all over our bodies. And think about it like a necklace. When there's a a knot in a chain, there's less necklace. Our bodies are the same way. When When some amount of our energy is bound up in these knots, there's less of us available to live our lives in a way that we would really want to live them. So there's less of our energy available to make more money, to feel safe in our going out going after our dreams to feel like we are enough to feel like um you know safe in a relationship so what somatic work does is it's like applying warmth to the frozen like a hair dryer that melts it honestly and and eventually what happens is that not ah it releases it softens and then what's left over is our energy that was previously trapped mm-hmm. that we can use for presence and abundance and safety and manifestation. Um, but a lot of times people come to me when they are feeling like, okay, this one pattern or this, these, this couple patterns, I'm just noticing over and over again, like, God, I really want to experience this desire. or I really want to create this thing, or I really want to stop doing this. They come to me from that place Um, And and somatic work is really the shift that kind of gets them out of that stuckness.
0: Ah, That's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Um, And of course, we're going to dive so much deeper into all of this. But the next thing that I would really love to hear about is a little more about your story specifically your story with your business, because at this point, you've turned all of this beautiful work that you've just described to us into a really beautiful, abundant business. And so I'd love to hear a little more about your business journey, Um, specifically with, if it doesn't feel too personal, some of these, um, as you were saying, these little knots or these little icicles, what were the ones for you that as you were moving through your business journey, you, like, what was the transformation within yourself, right? What were these places where you needed work? What were these places where, you know, you experienced a quantum leap in your business after doing this work? Um, Because I think that's really beautiful to be able to hear a little bit of your own story with that.
1: Yeah. Thank you for that question. There's so many that I mean, let me let me feel into that of like which ones would be so the one that's mostly coming up as far as how personal my personal journey with how it affected my business. So, um, I'm not sure if you know this, I was on American Idol when I was 16. Okay, and um, I got really far, did the whole thing Paula, Simon, Randy, America Voted, the whole thing, whole nine yards, and um, it was a really traumatizing experience for me. Mm-hmm. I was a minor, I was still in school. I got taken out of school, had to move to LA for three months, Um, you know, didn't, didn't do good on my, didn't do very, I mean, I know, like, looking back, I'm like, I realize it's such an accomplishment, but in the moment, Mm -hmm. it it felt like I didn't do very well on my live performance, got completely dragged by the judges, Mm -hmm. got voted off the next night, came home, like, kids made fun of me, it was, Mm -hmm it was horrible. I actually, I'm um, I don't um, know if you know this, but I just launched my podcast a couple of days ago.
0: Oh, congratulations. Thank <laughs>
1: you. I'm really excited. And I, I share about that whole story in that first episode. So if anyone wants to hear more about it, but um, I did not, that was when I was 16. I actually did not process how damaging it was till about 12 years later until I was about like 27, 28. And I was several years into my business at this point point. And I realized in uh, therapy that part of what was holding me back, like I just couldn't seem to get past this one income level. I was having a really hard time getting clients. I was having a hard time um, just feeling like I was getting my bearings in my business. Mm -hmm. And I had this realization that I, my, there was a knot in my body. There was a pocket of, of unfelt terror in my body that said, when things go really well, your entire life blows up
0: Mm.
1: when things like get really juicy and really expansive and expansive. And it wasn't traumatizing the whole time. It was at first, it was like, Oh my God, I, I beat 105,000 people to the top 36th of American idol as a 16 year old, like, Holy shit. And like, you know, my my uh, hometown is a really small whole town, and everybody voted and vote for Stevie. This whole campaign it was so fun, Um, but when things get really good, the shoe drops, the rug gets pulled out from under you, and everything blows up. So I subconsciously wasn't letting myself succeed mm-hmm. because there was this this terror in me that was afraid that everything was going to blow up again. Yeah. So, I had to really integrate that, do some work around integrating that and be with my 16-year-old self and really let her feel her feelings and feel the terror and the shame and the mm-hmm. um, the loneliness of that time uh, in order to actually bring my consciousness into real time and say, okay, no, that's not what's happening anymore. That's not my reality anymore. It's safe now. It wasn't safe then. It is safe now. So that was a big one. And after that, I actually, it's, things started to massively shift in my business when I had um taken some time to integrate that belief. Um, I think also actually there's some one that's recent um just in the last like eight months, that's been really powerful. I, you know, I'm, I've, it's just, it's crazy because I've had my, coaching business for about six, seven years. Only the last three years has it been really, really profitable. And in the last three years I've, you know, created a million dollar business and there was this, I was noticing this thing that was, um, a shit ton of money would come in all at once.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then it would kind of go like, okay, my bank account's going lower, 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 lower. And then a bunch of money would come in again and then it would go or lower, 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 lower. And then a bunch of money would come in again. And I was like, oh, I really, I would really love like consistency, steadiness, um, like the grounded income, you know, like I love that there's these bursts, but I'll actually, I really would love to feel to, I would love it to feel mature and grounded. And I was like, oh my God, careful what you wish for, because it led me into this whole process that was actually very painful um, around, realizing that I, my, my relationship with money was tied to how I felt as a kid, where it was always like something big is around the corner, Mm -hmm. whether it was like, someone was going to get really mad at me, or there was some like big, exciting thing happening and, oh my gosh, and this big moment and, oh, we're on, it's American Idol and it's this, but I mean, there were also other moments like that, like big, exciting things or like big, scary things where someone would be mad and like lots of yelling and things like that. So my system I realized didn't know about steady. My system didn't know about ease and consistency and uh I did a sh- bunch of somatic work to really integrate like oh wow like my my system, my nervous system really needs to take a minute and get to know steady. I don't know about steady. I know about pop bam boom pa like and also you know so because I'm a singer, it's performance, like, uh, you know, on stage, boom, like that kind of thing. So my poor little system didn't know about steadiness and like a boring Tuesday. Yeah. So, um, I've been doing a lot of integrating around that and my, my finance have, finances have gotten so much more steady and not less money, just steady. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been really interesting, but Yeah. I mean, as as far as the story goes, it's, I've had my business for like seven years. I started in food and body, then kind of switched to anxiety. And I really did not like having such a very, very specific niche. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's when I really got into somatic work personally, also in my relationship with my fiance and I, and under, and then getting trained in somatic work because somatic work, it's an umbrella modality, but you can use it for anything. You know, if someone has anxiety, if someone is struggling with depression, if someone is, um, you know, if has food and body stuff, like it doesn't matter what year is coming up for you, somatic work can actually be very helpful. And that, that, that has felt, um, very expansive for me because I don't like niching myself.
0: Thanks. Yeah. yeah, And thank you for sharing those two pieces that you really had to move through because I think obviously everyone has their own stories. Everyone has their own stuff, but I know, I know those are two common things that come up for people specifically that like pop, like high income, and then you're in a valley and then a big burst of income and then you're in a valley. And, um, that's been, you know, something for me on my journey as well, where it's like, really beginning to look at what do I really want? How am I building monthly recurring revenue? How am I figuring out where I'm blocking myself for that? Where am I still loving and thriving on these big income? Like, cool, I get to post about this on Instagram, but it's like, do I want to prioritize the big flashy wins or am I prioritizing that grown up, sophisticated? I can look 12 months in the future and see the money that's coming in. And that's something for me that in the last year of my business, I've really been prioritizing too. And what's been really cool is that it obviously started to become reflected in my content and I started talking about it more. And it's something that my clients have really been taking on too. So thank you for sharing those because I know those are going to resonate with so many people.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I I And the, the maturity of that, what you're talking about, I think that really is, it is more sophisticated. It is more of a mature um way to, to, to relate with, with money. And I think it's really a beautiful relationship and, you know, it's, uh, you know, my American Idol story is very unique and it's not very common, but that can be with anything, you know, it's like, if it's not American Idol, it's like, maybe you had something, you were in a high in life and something really horrible happened. And so success and um, pain are connected somehow, you know, there's so many ways that that same story can play out or relate. Um, But yeah, you're welcome. I thank you for asking.
0: Yes. And I, you know, I think it's so common to just in our society in general, the things that are just considered standard beliefs that are, are kind of just the norm. Right. And I think it's that vibe of like, it can't be that good. Nothing good can last waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I feel like that's something that's no matter what your situation is kind of perpetuated and normalized within our society. And I know for me, even, even just small things, small successes in your life, times when things started to really look good, it it's the normal or, or the quote unquote, like societally normal kind of mindset to be like, oh, well, it can't last. Like, yeah. don't get your hopes up. Enjoy it while it lasts, you know, and it's been so interesting throughout my personal development and my business journey to just unwrite some of these things that whether or not you've had a big experience like you with American Idol, or maybe you've just been a person who your right. mom had the habit of telling you like, well, enjoy it now. It's not going to last, you know, and, and people say it just like it's nothing. Like it's just an everyday normal mindset and that kind of thing year over year over year starts to become our, our internal truth. So yeah. thank you so much so- for compound absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Um okay. So, one of the things that I really wanted to chat about today is the like the whole vibe around self-trust, self-confidence, letting yourself be right. And, you know, this is something that I know we have in common. This is something that I really teach to my clients. It's something that I know is a big value for you in your business. And so let's just chat a little bit about, because I certainly have, In the you've been in business longer than I have, but in the beginning of my business, I was certainly not a person who trusted myself. I was a person who hired coaches and bought into programs and ran my business from a place of the people who are more successful than me know what they're doing. Let me follow the formula. And it took work. It took internal work to be able to get to the place where I let myself be right. I let my intuition be my guide. I let my way be the right way. And it, it truly ripples out into every single area of your life. And I know, I know you probably do so much of this work. I know there's probably somatic work that goes into it with yourself, with your clients, of breaking out of that, those boundaries within business or even life of not trusting ourselves, not trusting ourselves to move, not trusting our way to be right. And I've truly found that to be one of the biggest keys to abundance. And one of the biggest keys to success is is finding your way, letting your way be right. It's sustainable. You can hold it for so long when it's your way and it feels aligned for you. So Give us a little riff on that. How have you seen that come up for you in your business? How do you see it come up with your clients? What are your thoughts around this?
1: So for me, I think self-trust, what, it, what it's been specifically for my journey and how I support my clients in this is, I think self-trust comes from looking at how you show up and seeing yourself clearly. So for example, my my coach is helping me with this recently. We we're talking about you know if I look back on my journey over these last seven years, I mean just let's just talk about it in the in the, my frame of the business, right? But I can go back even further. But um, looking at how I've shown up in my business for the last seven years, what have I done? Looking back when I was making no money, when I was still working four jobs and building my business on the side, like what was I doing? And I go, okay, yeah. I was posting all the time. I was doing stories and sharing my wins and sharing like what I was finding in myself. when I would, didn't have any clients yet, just of what my own process, I was going on lives and answering questions. And, uh, you know, it's, it's funny. I think back when I, I would do these, I still do them sometimes to this day, but back then I would do these live Q and A's where I'd go live and say, Hey, hi guys. Like, I just want to hop on and just see if anyone has any questions that I can answer. And literally no one was there. So I'm just sitting there awkwardly on just waiting waiting for someone to like twiddling my thumbs, waiting for someone to show up. And then someone would like pop in. I'm like, hi, I'm answering questions. Do you have a question? And then they leave. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, great. (laughs) Yeah. Perfect. 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 Great. Cool. Cool. Um. And, but that, I mean, but it was like, I had this energy that was like, I don't fucking care. I'm doing this thing. I'm doing it. And I would, I would, I would, I would look, I'm looking Like you know, and I look back on my journey and I do, oh, and I did that. And I did that. And I, oh, I made this decision. And I made, I showed up that way. And, oh, when I started making a little bit of money, I hired this person who really helped me. And when this happened and I, I just look back at my journey and I go, this is why I can trust myself because of how I show up Mm -hmm. and I know that people can look back on their, and this doesn't mean that it's perfect. It's not about perfection at all. It's just going, what can you look back on your journey and go, that's why I'm trustworthy. Oh, because I, you know what? I stayed with my kid while she was having a total meltdown and I Mm -hmm. stayed grounded and I held space for her or I, you know, was there for my husband. And I like, I, I showed up. And when we were going through that really hard time, neither of us gave up. That's why I'm trustworthy. Mm -hmm. Right. It doesn't have to be in business. It's like, you look back on your journey and you go, this is who I am. This is how I showed up. And like, that's how I know that I'm going to continue to show up that way. I'm not worried about me, like me specifically. I'm not worried that I'm not going to show up. Mm -hmm. I'm not worried that I'm not going to follow through because I look back on my journey and I go, I've always followed through. Mm -hmm. I've always followed through, but you can look back and whatever your version of that is. Okay. I can look back on my journey and go, you know what? Every single time I try my best, Mm -hmm. right. Or every single time I ask for help Mm
0: -hmm.
1: or as much as I can, that's why I can trust myself. So like, I, I really tell people, look at, look back at your journey, look back at your journey and go, what's, what's, what's unique and what's special about how I do it, how I show up. And that's what makes you trustworthy. That's what makes you be able to trust yourself. And I actually think that's what actually builds, starts to build confidence. Mm -hmm. You can have confidence that you're going to show up in a certain way. I know that I'm going to show up for my friends. I trust myself in that, right? Whatever it is for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So share with me a little bit around, because this is something that I hold as a really deep value in my business is like my way is the right way. When it comes to success, when it comes to, as you were saying, like making quantum jumps, you know, whether it's financially or within the way you feel about yourself in the business, the level of ease you have in your business. For me, it was really this learning journey of like, When I started trusting myself and I started letting my way be right, even just saying like, actually, I've never seen anyone do this before. I've never seen anyone use this strategy. I've never seen anyone, whatever it is, X, Y, or Z, everyone's telling me I should do this, but actually my gut is telling me I'm going to do this. Can I trust myself to be right? There's so much programming, I think, especially for women around someone always knows better than you. There's, you know, someone has the answer, especially if they're more successful than you or further along than you. And I think what was, what's been really true for me is that when I've tapped into what is my own intuition telling me, what is my gut telling me, can I trust myself rather than looking to someone else to fix or save or find an answer? And what really came forward as you were speaking in the beginning of the interview, talking about, you know because I do somatic work. I do it with you. I do it other places. Um, when you were describing it as like a little knot or a little icicle, what really came through for me was how many of those like little knots or little icicles had to melt away before I could trust myself before I could be like, Oh, actually like eyes on my own paper, like right answers are there. Like I know what I'm doing. And, um, do you see this coming up for your clients? Have you seen this in your own journey at all?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, of course. Like people, I, I mean, especially you said it um with the women too, of, of women feeling like they can't trust themselves and outsourcing their their power, outsourcing their knowing. You know, I love what you said about a certain amount of those, a certain amount of your energy needed to be resurrected. Mm-hmm. And that's true. It's and that happened for me as well. It's like I would and not so much with coaches that would, I mean, a little bit with that, but mostly with friends, Mm -hmm. I'd go, Oh, let me, let me go ask, let me go ask this person. Let me go ask this person. Let me get this person's opinion. Let me go. And then, then I'll, then I'll decide what to do Mm -hmm. after I get five people's uh, feedback, then I'll decide what's true for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's, it's sometimes it's so subtle for me. It was like, Oh man, as, as I was doing a lot of the codependent clearing, like the, a lot of the icicles that were that were hardened around codependency and uh, not being okay, me not being okay unless someone else is okay, that kind of feeling. Once those started to melt, it was so subtle. It was like, oh, I'm making my own decisions. I'm not asking 800 people before mm-hmm. I move on something, Yeah, you know? And yeah. so, yes, absolutely. And I think... I, you know, I, I, what I like to say to my clients too, is like, this is going to take time, Mm -hmm. you know, it might go, it might go really fast. It might happen in a moment, but also it might to build the relationship with ourselves, to clear the codependency, it's going to take time and it's going to take patience and slowness. And I, I, you touched on it a little bit. I love the part about, well, how does it feel? You know, you know, that your path is right when it feels good to you, Mm How does it feel in your body when you're, when you're doing this person's method or that person's method or this person's method, what's happening inside? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: How does it feel? How does it, what's, what's, if you drop in what's going on internally. And I think the place that I, that might need some time is I've heard people say, well, I don't know what's happening inside. I feel very numb. Mm -hmm. I feel very blocked up. Like I can't, like when I drop in, nothing's really happening. It's a lot of, it's a lot of fog. And so we have to clear a lot of the fog, the dissociation before people can even know what it feels like inside. Mm-hmm. And that's really a, a um, what, one of the what's so powerful about somatics is that we have to clear the the numbness. We have to clear fog. We have to clear, you know, it's like mist or something. It's just a bunch of like cotton balls. We can't feel it yet. Okay. And once we start clearing that dissociation and we really get in our bodies and we, safe, and we feel safe to get in our bodies, then we can start to know, oh, this is my North Star. This is what this feels like. This is what that feels like.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, even going back to what we were talking about earlier with building that mature kind of more sophisticated business where, you know, prioritizing monthly recurring revenue or prioritizing more grounded, stable income. I think the same thing applies to this, where I've seen, I've had so many clients come to me who have built really beautiful, profitable businesses, but they're at a place where they're like, I can't do it anymore. And when we get down to the root of it, it's because for years, they've been in this like hustle mode, forcing themselves to do it in someone else's way, not trusting themselves, maybe because exactly what you're saying, like, They couldn't feel their own North Star. And so they trusted in someone else's and, you know, they've built a business that way, but it's not sustainable. They can't continue on. And so I think that's something that, and you don't have to get there, right? You never have to get there. You can decide from an earlier place, I'm going to figure out, I'm going to do whatever work I need to do to get myself to a place where I can figure out what's aligned for me and I can build a business that works for me that is going to be sustainable long-term and it's not going to be this like crash and burn kind of moment. Um, And that's exactly why like the work you do is so important. And I always, I tell people all the time, because I'm I'm sure you kind of get this too, but like people who don't know me very well are like, so what do you actually do? Like, what do you do? (laughs) You know, and then you have to go through and explain the whole thing. And something I always make sure I add is like, but it's not just business. It's like the biggest personal development journey you'll ever be on The two are forever intertwined. I truly don't believe you can have a successful, profitable, abundant business without doing like the exact work you're talking about.
1: Or you can, and just going to feel like shit.
0: And then you're going to crash and burn. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 100%. Okay. So when I first joined, you probably don't remember this and it's not in our DM conversations because I, I have a new Instagram account now. But when I first joined your breathwork membership, I think it was like a year ago, maybe, maybe longer. um, I was doing one of your like breathwork sessions. And at the end, and I didn't know like anything about you. I didn't know you'd been on American Idol. This was a long time ago. Um, You started singing at the end of it. And I remember at first being like, what the hell? And then I was like, oh, this is awesome. (laughs) Like, Like, I really just like felt into it. And I was like, well, number one, her voice is beautiful and this is like perfect. Yeah. And so when I saw recently that you started creating your own original music, I was like, yes, mm. so excited for this. So Thank you. let's talk a little bit about this because it's not, you know, not necessarily around coaching or like the online business world, but it's so tied because especially since you shared that story in the beginning around your American Idol experience, Like, and you've talked about the healing you had to go through, I'm sure stepping into this new era where you had the confidence to be able to try again, do it again, make some original music. That's huge. That's huge. And that kind of like the story arc of like having done something that at first was really exciting and then you quote unquote flopped, right? And you had to kind of face that and deal with that and go back and heal some of that to now be able to move forward and do it again in a really abundant way. That kind of story arc can be applied to anything, right? Like we've had flopped launches, people have had flopped businesses and had to pivot like outside of business, it's it's a story arc that I think a lot of people can relate to. So share with us a little bit about how this has felt, how have you stepped back into your confidence and your creativity to really be able to, to release this new original music?
1: Thank you. I really appreciate you asking about it, Kitty. It's something that's been so present for me these, this year, um, in 2023, I, yeah, so I started, one of my dearest friends is a producer, Leggy Langdon. And we started working on a four-song EP back in January. It took us six months, six months to complete. Two of them are released. The other two, one of another is coming out September 1st, the other, the the last one is coming out in October. And it <clears throat> beyond just the music itself, like I'm obsessed with my music. I love it so much. It's really fun. It's really inspirational. It's really 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 good it really is and um but beyond the music itself the process of getting here is what it feels so sacred to me because like what what you were saying I did this thing when I was a teenager was completely traumatized by it moved away from the music and the industry for like over a decade mm-hmm. so didn't write my own original music didn't even try yeah. the way so it's funny because I moved away from the industry but I was in a band for eleven years. That it's called like a casuals band, which basically means um, you're you're doing what like you're doing private events, weddings, parties, uh, bar mitzvahs, like things like that. And and so we're not you know if you were a touring musician like my friend was a drummer for Halsey like that's not casuals. Casuals is like a a private event. I was in that band for eleven years, and it was safe because one, I'm doing all other people's music. It's all a cover band. I don't have to risk putting myself out there, really. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing because I actually very, very deeply developed my performer. Mm-hmm. I was not developing my artistry. Yeah. Artistry is about. It's actually very deep. It's about self connection.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was not developing my creativity, but I was developing the boom pouch, ah, like that thing more, right? Mm-hmm. And look, I'm an incredible performer, mm-hmm. but I did not feel com- confident in my artistry, and so. I had this story for years that, well, I'm a performer, but I'm not an artist. I can just be like Celine Dion. Celine Dion is an incredible performer. She's an incredible singer, but she doesn't write her own music. I'll, maybe that'll be me one day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then um, it was funny because with all the somatic trauma work that I've done, specifically over the last like three years, three, four years, there came a point where it was calling me back and calling me back and calling me back of this thing about wanting to really be an artist, really coming back to my true essence. And look, I love my business. I'm really good at coaching. I'm really good at what I do, but music and singing is my first love without a doubt. Yeah. And so I I, I, like, as I was like releasing these pockets and I was gaining more of my life force and gaining more of my energy, it was like, starting to just like this whisper was starting to call me back to it. And I was like, no, 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 I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I'm not, I'm not an artist. I'm not an artist. I'm not an artist. Mm. And over time, it just was like, it literally felt like I cannot not. And I was terrified, but I, it, my body wouldn't let me anymore. It was crazy. Mm. And so in like December, I was like, legs, I'm, you know I, I, I want to do this, but I'm not ready yet. And he was like, okay, I'm ready when you are. And um and he's a you know he's a really successful producer. He's worked with Ed Sheeran and Mm -hmm. Banks and and all these like crazy and he's hit done number one albums. And so to to actually not just be like work with some Joe Schmo, but actually to say, no, I wanna pay you your full rate, which is very expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm lucky enough to have a business that would, that allowed me to do that, but I want to pay you your full rate. And I want to, I want to do this thing. I want to work with a renowned producer and do this thing. Yeah. Terrified.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then
1: come January, I was like, this, this is the year I'm ready. And we took six months and we wrote together and we created together. And it was honestly the best, most nourishing six months I had ever experienced to feel myself. And I was scared at first, but then it was like, when I had his support, it was like, I just completely blossomed and I had so much I wanted to say and so many words and so many ideas. And it just was like, boom, 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 boom. And now it's like, it won't turn off.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It won't turn off. And we, we completed the the EP. We released my first um my first uh, single breaking into heaven in May I just released my second single King. I have two more coming out and it's been the most expansive healing, fun, just rewarding process this year. It's been honestly one of the best years of my life. I'm not going to say one of it. It's been the best year of my life because not only have I created that, I've I'm getting married in a month, not yeah. even a month. I'm like getting married in three weeks.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm I've and then what I said before, like really creating the consistent abundance with my business. Like there have been these pillars that have happened this year that I feel the most me I've ever felt. Mm-hmm. And I I just feel like I could cry right now, even thinking about it. I just feel so deeply grateful. And I'm so, and like and then people love it. People love my music. And it was like trending on Instagram and now it's trending on TikTok. And I'm like, Good. Oh my God, it's not just, you know, people are listening.
0: Good. Yeah. And, <laughs> it's incredible. And,
1: and so, yeah, I just, um, yeah. that's kind of that full circle moment and it, it, it's, it would not have happened A moment before it did, it could not have happened a moment before it did because I was not ready and there was so much I had to clear in my body to actually be able to open my channel in that way.
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. That's incredible. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. And, you know, I think there's a, there's a lesson in there as well around just keep going. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you've hit this year now where You worked through those blocks around, it can't be this good. It can't stay this good. And now you're in this place where it's like, the better it gets, the better it gets. And you only got there because of the way you held yourself when you weren't here. And I think that's such a huge lesson for everyone too. So thank you so much for sharing all of that. And congratulations on all of it. It's huge.
1: Um, And
0: we're going to link all of this stuff in the show notes for you. So you guys can find Stevie and listen to her songs and um, find her Instagram and all of that. Um, But okay, I do want to talk a little bit specifically about your breathwork practice, somatics, all of that. And maybe if you can leave everyone with one little tip or one little takeaway, um, because most of the people listening here are other coaches or online service providers. But something that's also really important to me is that A lot of the people in my community, right, we connect as women, we connect as mothers, wives, right, friends, sisters. And so not even necessarily, it doesn't have to be like a a breathwork practice or a somatic practice specifically for entrepreneurs, because obviously all of us are so much deeper than that. But is there like one specific thing or one specific kind of takeaway um, that you can leave us with?
1: regarding uh somatics and breathwork.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, sure. I I think so breathwork is deeply 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 powerful. It's it's a very ancient modality. It's been around for literally thousands of years. Um but what breathwork does is it bypasses the ego, it bypasses the mind and it gets us right into our body. And you know, talk about self-trust, this is where we find our wisdom. This is where we connect with our intuition. And it's also, you know, in a somatic lens, breathwork is like like shaking out a rug and all this dust flares up and all this dust clears, the rug is like our tissue. And so breathwork is actually incredible at healing trauma. It's incredible at um, m- moving through stuckness, getting th- moving through numb and stuckness and old patterns and uh, m- things you want to get out of any places that have hardened, breathwork is incredible for. Her. So I I mean so many of my the members in the channel not everyone but um so many of the members in the channel are other coaches and stuff and other space holders because we hold space all day we need to have that self-care practice where we're discharging the energy yeah. and moving through anything that's accumulating. So honestly like my my takeaway is join the breath channel truly Mm it's 10 bucks a month Mm -hmm. it is so so supportive there's almost 200 practices in there I think maybe 200 now 200 practices in there for you to connect and drop in and clear anxiety and reach your peak performance and any way you're feeling we probably have it Mm -hmm. for anxiety abundance um sleep digestion manifestation um Self doubt, transitions, mm-hmm. decision making—like if there is some a way that you want to feel, we probably have it in there.
0: It's super comprehensive, yeah.
1: It's really comprehensive, and and I I add content to it quarterly. It's just something that you know if you want to really get connected, it's it's very the, all the practices are short, they're easy, they're very easy to integrate into your routine. If there is something that you want to integrate into your routine, that is simple and really grounds you and drops you in every single day it's the breath channel
0: yeah yeah absolutely and we'll link all of this for you guys below in the show notes um so you guys can figure out where to find her but stevie is there anything outside of the breath channel that you want to tell everyone about what's the best way obviously we'll link your instagram is that the best place for people to find you
1: the best place. I'm there all the time. I love connecting with new people. I'm, you yeah, know, definitely Instagram's the place. Yeah. I'll just, I'll mention, um, before we go, my course, my signature course embodied confidence. It's an eight week course and it's, it's a very, very, it's, it's my baby. I mean, both the breath channel and embodied confidence are two of my offerings that I feel so deeply about and embodied confidence is truly a deep dive into not, I mean, not just my process, but the process, the mindset I adopted, the embodiment practices that I did, the energetics work that I did over the years to really build a profitable, profitable business from my authority. And it's not, it's, I want to be clear. It's actually not business oriented. You can use this method for anything that you want to feel more confident in, but this is the method I really use to build a successful business. And it's really a deep dive into how to nurture cultivate, develop true, authentic confidence from the inside out. And it's really, it's not tips and tricks. It is not fake it till you make it. It is a very, very sacred, deep process of coming home to yourself and really connecting with your true essence. Uh, The testimonials are insane in that course. I know you're going to, we're going to link the, in the show notes and everything, but those are two of the places that I think if you're just starting to connect with me, breath channels, 10 bucks a month and body confidence is three, three, three. They're, they're both affordable, um, and, and, and deeply, deeply transformative. So those are the places I would start.
0: Yes. And obviously, as I said, we'll link all of it below. Um, but thank you so much, Stevie. It has been so nice to have you just to hear all of your journey and your insights. And, you know, as I said, the women who are listening to this podcast, yes, most of them are business owners, but. Almost every single one of them is absolutely going to be interested in somatics and breath work and energy work and just all of those deeper things. They're totally on board with this. Like Your business journey is your biggest personal development journey. And so I know everything you shared and being so vulnerable and so transparent with your own story and what you moved through and just being the proof is is so incredibly powerful. So thank you so much. I really appreciate you.
1: Thank you, Katie. I I loved your questions and I I feel, um, your, your audience is so lucky to have you.
0: Oh, thank you so much. Okay. So everyone will link everything below, go find Stevie, check her out. Um, and thank you again. If you love this podcast, and you want to support both me and the soulful CEO, it would mean the absolute world if you could drop in, leave a rating, leave a review, and share a screenshot of this podcast to your Instagram stories. Not only would that absolutely make my day, but it would also get the word out about the podcast to anyone who you think might need to hear it. So thank you so, so much for listening. I am so grateful you are here.